Rob Smith, Rob Dreit Podcast, and let me tell you, it is August 31st, 2022, it is the end of another month, the month of August, so guess what tomorrow is, beginning of September, yes, you're right, how about that, I was just listening, uh, hearing Glenn Beck's program with Alex Berenson. When I first heard, oh, I, tu- I actually tuned in while Berenson was speaking. And I didn't recognize Berenson's voice. I'm always surprised at Berenson's voice. I, I started reading Berenson's books, I guess not long after he started getting them out there on the shelves. And I've read a, great, a good, good number of them, actually. But I don't... Uh, I'm finding myself having trouble struggling with Berenson as a person more and more. And yes, it, indeed, I could say that this is a matter of semantics. I will, I will say that. However, it also is an indicator of intellect. I read his book a few months ago that he wrote involving the virus hysteria. I was considering his books that he has done in the past, I was I was rather astonished at how lightweight the book was. I couldn't understand quite why, because his, his, his espionage novels have quite a bit of detail to them. But as I, as I hear him speak, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm doing this just, I'm, I'm, I'm creating, I've created this podcast, this one right here, right after, directly after his interview with Glenn Beck, because it's, he frustrates the heck out of me. Alex Berenson is not a bright guy. He has some good ideas. He's on the right track. He does not understand what he's actually speaking about. He, he speaks with a, a, a lot of platitudes. If you, and if you, when I, as I read the book, I was finding, finding this. His book about the virus hysteria is more about him, himself, his life, his family, and what he went through during uh, the lockdown, as he calls it, than it is much more about the virus hysteria itself. As I have, as I also reviewed in a podcast uh, involving Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s book, of the real Anthony Fauci, that's the book to read. You want to know about the virus hysteria, that's the book to read. The others are just, are, are nonsense or lightweight, lightweight stuff. Now, to get a bit more detailed about this, it was, you could, you, you, you could understand someone whose intellect may not be at a level that is worth listening to based upon how they speak. I'd like to hope that I, how I speak is indicative of some studies and work in, in understanding life and the world around us by studies of philosophy and politics and science and so much. Uh, so, sociology, psychology, I've, I've, I've studied an enormous amount. And yes, I also draw. I am a cartoonist. I'm a rare cartoonist that, that actually delves into these other items. 
there's very few of us that seem to uh, I'll, I'll uh, get uh, you know, someone who, who has, a, has a mostly different view of mine, uh, Ted Rawl, who actually I do agree with about a number of things, uh, but but we otherwise fundamentally disagree, as he is very much he is on the much further left side of socialism, and I'm not. Uh, but his, but we tend to meet about some other issues like government ripping us off, uh, which is interesting. And I, I actually file. I, I, I think I met Ted Rawl at one point or other. I, I believe I have, but I don't know. I'm like, I, I just connected with him on Facebook, and often he'll post something I completely agree with. I, I, I tend to disagree with him again fundamentally, but his, his, his ideas, much like Berenson's. They they have they have they have very great points that they get to. Unlike Berenson, Ted Rawl, I would say is probably on a genius level. Ted Rawl's brilliant. He knows how to express ideas competently. He uses language that show that demonst- is demonstrable of someone who has who has attained enough knowledge to express his views in detail with colla- uh, with e- ev- with the needed evidence to be able to get those ideas out in various ways not just one line he isn't to write one way he could probably write it many ways and get the same idea out i i can do a bit of that too but berenson i i don't understand exactly what causes this Except that it's just a lack of an enormous lack, uh, enormous lack of reading. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I keep I'm actually thinking about everything I say here because I'm about I want to make sure I'm not falling to the very trap I'm talking about. So excuse me while I stumble over things, but <laughs> over what I say. Actually, one of the words I'm going to complain about here is this use of the word things. Uh, so here I am tripping over myself. I think you get the idea of what I'm trying to get across here is that Ted Rawls brilliant and Alex Barrett said just is not he has a lot more to read a lot more to learn a lot more to know and yet he's producing books he's created a whole organization uh, he's 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 working actively in policy but he doesn't have the he doesn't have the the actual learned knowledge to, to, to he's gonna I'm sure he get frustrated they keep slamming into walls and the reason why is he's just not there I don't know what's causing it beyond that he's not reading enough and learning enough. He, he, he obviously, he has ideas, great ideas. He has, he made some great points during Glenn Beck, but how he expressed himself, expressed himself, what uh, it proved his inability to actually go beyond, I've used actually too many times here, <laughs> self-examination throughout this whole thing can be very frustrating to the listener I know. Anyway, <laughs> well, well, all the, all, he, 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 he just cannot connect enough ideas to, uh, 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 I, I, it's one thing he seems, that I noticed in the, in the virus hysteria book was his lack of knowledge of history. And I believe that is a big part of, of his problem. He needs to learn much, much, much more about history. That will help give him a foundation to build from. At this point, he's on a superficial level about his ideas. With his, his ideas he has are on a superficial level. There I am, editing myself. 
I, by the way, I do all these podcasts right off the cuff. I don't. I, I did make a. I just. I did. It's hard. I'm only. I, I'm my right hand instead of cast. I wrote these down with my left hand. But uh, some of the. I just want to make sure I mention a few things that he said that 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 really underline all of this. The one of the main, main. If you want, if you're listening to someone and they're speaking what I call Valley Girl Ease, you're you're hearing someone who is not very bright. They can't be bright or they wouldn't be speaking that way. Valley Girl Ease, which is something that developed over the 80s, has spread almost worldwide due to our anointed media. Not that I think they intended to do that. It was just something that got, as it was being, since, since so much of our anointed media comes out of California, and California is where Valley Girl Ease originated, thus it got spread through TV programs and news and so on and so forth. Berenson's not in California, as he writes in his book. He's in New York. So what's he doing speaking Valley Girl Ease? Well, it's likely his wife does, or his kids do. And he's basically aping them. If you're aping someone who's in the room with you, it's not, it's not that you're intellectually deficient, but it does show a lack of character, especially if you don't seem to recognize you're doing it. One thing that flustered me as he was speaking to, to Beck was he kept speaking of, I talk about in the book. Well, books, you don't talk about anything in a book. You write about it. You write about it. But moreover, you're trying to communicate through the book. A better way of putting it would be, in in my book, I, I, I communicate or I relate or I explain this. Not I talk about. And he, he said that three, at least three times. I, okay, it's semantics. But it, it's indicative because it goes on. He kept saying the word like. And totally with that inflection. I'm exaggerating a little bit. But he kept speaking you, 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 he must read more. He must. Because if he does, if he could only better communicate his ideas, he could get, he'll, he will get somewhere with what he wants to do. But as, uh, and, and yes, uh, the, the general ignorant crowd out there will go along with it, with his, uh, if you would, I mean, the, the complaints about, you know, backwoods talk or, or Southern languages. Well, this is far worse than that, in that it, it is, it, 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 it is, it, it is, well, it's that passive-aggressive is actually what Valley Girl is, is a passive-aggressive way. It's like, instead of saying someone dies, you say they passed on. Passed on to where? What are, what are we on, a table? Or, or, you know, handing a, handing a jar of gravy to Aunt Martha across on the other side? No, they die. It's okay. Say die. That's being specific. Passed on is, is, is a passive-aggressive terminology for dying. Just say it. Be direct. Get your point across. This stuff frustrates the heck out of me. Semantics, I know it's semantics, but it's also indicative of intellect, and we must be smarter. It is, it is, it is shameful, the lack of knowledge that we have here in the West. And, we, and it's specifically here in the U.S., we should have been building upon knowledge as we were doing so well in the, uh, in the 19th century through the early 20th. But as we got to the latter half of the 20th century, we fell apart and we've not come back. 
An example that's Alex Berenson. He used another word. I'm reading a book now, The Evolution of Charles Darwin, which I'll probably do a review of here. Uh, I, it's, it's, oddly enough, there's indicator in, uh, th- that book has indicators of a similar situation with the author, though as I'm about 20% through the book, uh, I just started yesterday, uh, that, it, that, that the, the author, she, is, it, 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 can get across ideas, but has a problem with the word evolution. So does Berenson. They don't understand the word. And that makes me crazy. It's a, I understand, and he used, uh, you know, he was talking about the evolution. Of, how do you put that? The, the, you know, uh, the, the evolution of, of the Federal Reserve or something he was saying. Evolution in the Federal Reserve? What, are you kidding me? Look, evolution is something that it should be. The, the ideals and ideas of coming up with that, uh, of, of, of the, of, of the uh, uh, building up of what we now know as evolution, uh, it was not something that was done instantly. It was done over time. Though, even though the, 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 the process of, of evolutionary ideal, deals and ideas and theories took centuries, you can't say that the ideas of evolution evolved because evolution is not something that just, it's not something you, you wake up in the morning. You can't say, I evolved. I woke up in the morning, I evolved to the night time to have dinner. You don't evolve. It's not something that, it's not something that happens instantly. It doesn't happen in a day. It doesn't happen in a lifetime. Evolution is something that happens in a process that takes enormous amounts of time. And we're talking centuries, not just the next 10 minutes. Now, that's, now I am getting picky. I admit, my, I'm getting picky about Berenson and evolution involving that, involving his, his speaking. But it also, again, demonstrates his inability to better communicate. And I have my problems too, and please tell me what those are. I'm, I'd love to hear them. I try to do my best with communication. It frustrates me to see someone of Berenson that, that has the potential of actually being a potential intellect be so very, 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 very far from it. What he was explaining during Beck was very superficial. It didn't have a, it didn't have a lot of um, depth to it. It was rather simplistic. And I found the same thing in the book I read of his. It's funny, his espionage novels tend to have a bit more depth because I believe he has a greater knowledge. The greater your knowledge, the more in-depth you, you may be. For example, when I'm doing these podcasts, I could get real in depth. I could get we could talk about evolution to uh, get to nitty gritty details, but I'm going to lose you all along the way, and you don't want to do that. And I understand being somewhat superficial. The Berenson is not being somewhat superficial. The way he speaks indicates his intellectual level, which is is it, it's uh, it, there. It is higher than probably many, but it's not what it could be. It's nowhere near where it could be. If he would read, if he would be more learned, which he isn't. He just isn't. And if you read that virus hysteria book, you start, you know, as I was reading through it, I was reading, he's walking down the street and he's seeing an empty street and he sees this. He sees, what, what is he talking about? That all, all that could have been condensed down to one sentence. Instead, he goes on pages about it. What are you talking about? I understand he is trying to describe, but it's not even well done. Uh, one of the deficiencies in the Berenson books, and this is true for many espionage books, is an inability to, to, to really describe settings. Settings can be loosey-goosey because they're trying to, too busy trying to put action, gunplay, and they rather mess, make the mistake of them not, uh, not getting out 
not not writing a description of the activity to a level that is 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 all that readable. Well, it's readable in a quick and dirty way, so you can get on from one guy shooting in one scene to shooting someone shooting someone else in another scene. I understand moving a, a novel like that, but uh, it could be there's better ways of writing it. All right, I'm not expecting Dickens from Berenson, but I'm expecting something somebody striving to get to Dickens, which I don't see in Berenson's writing. It's good writing. The books are good. The books are fun. Let me put it better, better that way. And actually, his dialogue's not bad. I'll say his his writing is definitely uh, writing uh, his. His books are not as good as they once were. I think because he's trying to chug along this stuff, and he's he's clearly with this interview and the other interviews I hear of Berenson, he's clearly distracted into these other things, and something's got him speaking Valley Girlese again. It could be just his wife, and he's picking on this uh, up on the sing song thing. You know, if you're going to talk about something serious. Don't get sing song. I don't want to. I like it totally. I don't want to hear that. That's not, that's not telling me that you're serious or have general knowledge of what the heck you're speaking about. It's telling me that you have you have a way of speaking to distract from your lack of knowledge of of, of the subject. It's it's sad. I, I, I'm using Berenson as uh, um, as a punching bag here, <laughs> but but it's it's it's. It's something I this this is this issue I run into all the time. I was going to talk about the word thing. He uses the word thing a number of times. Uh, no, it, thing is an abstract, and, and thing is used often by those uh, either I'm you know in my case I'm speaking fast and I'm not, but he he was he used thing. I think he was using thing as uh, evolving the. Uh, Evolving, uh, he, he was speaking specifically about the issue of of energy, and the thing was something. It was uh, he, he the thing he mentioned was about the energy issue in in replaceable energy options, such as nuclear energy and wind and so on. And he and then it's still referred to as thing. All right, semantics, but it it, it happened more than once. And the like was used more than once, like, 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 or and, and totally only heard once, and the evolution only heard once. But still, in, in a short interview of, of two, two and a half minutes, three minutes tops, uh, maybe it was three minutes. That that I sh- that shouldn't enter into, uh, but that that's how he speaks, that's how he communicates, not well. And he doesn't write it any better either. He needs to stop. Put it all aside. Spent about three years really delving into the subject of energy. It's deep. Oh my gosh, guys! I could do six or seven hours about the energy issue, uh, and I maybe I'll do a separate podcast because this has come up because it makes me crazy how people and I'm used to make me crazy. I think twice here, and that's not good. But anyway, the uh, uh, people do uh, do not on any side of this. They don't understand what's going on with energy. They don't understand what this actually means or how it adds up or the finances to it. It's just, it, uh, that's very superficial and that's fine for the general public. But if Barron's is going to do a, if he is going to be uh, part of a radio interview about a book that he's written about the subject, you should sound far, 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 far more involved, interested, knowledgeable than he did. I would not be picking up this book because that interview stinks. And I read his other book, which was sadly superficial. So this is 
my bottom th- line here is that I, it's unfortunate that I find a less and less intelligent crowd. I'm not saying I'm Mr. Intelligent, but I expect to hear people more on the level. I mean, let me let me hear some on the level of William F. Buckley speaking, or let me let, let me hear those who are actually have great knowledge expressing themselves and talking and speaking of ideas or writing about them for that matter. I, I'm going to this uh, evolution of Charles Darwin, which comes out in October. She, she's the lady who writes it makes a point of uh, makes a big point in the introduction to basically identify herself as a, as a liberal writing this, which is you're, you're, when you're writing history, it should be objective. You don't point out whether you're conservative or liberal or anything. You're writing a subject. Again, I cannot more highly recommend a book that came out earlier this year called Born to Be Hanged. I just think that that work is 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 just top notch. Those who are writing nonfiction need to look at, read that book. Don't just look at it. You go read it <laughs> and see how that's constructed. It's very good. I can't believe I've done almost 21 minutes. I thought this would be like a three, like, I thought this would be a three-minute podcast. But uh, it's 21 minutes now. All right, so let me stop here. But this is, so I'm, that's why I've labeled this uh, semantics of Alex Berenson. Uh, I, I don't know how many will listen to all of this, but I am curious of your ideas and thoughts at all. Please feel free to, uh, to con- well, let me let me just take, let me stop for a minute here. I'll be right back. Thank you for listening, by the way. Um, I, I, hope to, I, I hope that you're, uh, as I'm increasing these podcasts, I thank you for listening and tuning in and, and hearing ideas. But I would like to hear from you if I could. So if you get a chance to tweet back at Rob Smith Jr. on Twitter. I'm also, it's, I'm Rob Smith Jr. on just about every other platform. I'm not, not been posting, especially since I broke my wrist and arm here on August 5th. I've not been posting much. It's hard to do stuff, even though I can't operate my left hand. Uh, it's it, it's uh, it's hard. it's still harder, and I'm not jumping to it. Plus, I've been trying to rest a bit to get this thing to heal because I have artwork to do. Believe it or not, <laughs> and there's a lot of political cartoons. I've gotten away from political cartoons, and I am going to try to get back to those. We'll see. I've got a lot of books I need to get out involving. Uh, you know, I'm on. I am a Florida historian, and I have a number of books I want to get out to about that. And I, I want, I, I've, this, it, uh, this has scared me that I may never get these out. So I'm very interested in doing that. Plus, I have. Uh, clients waiting for work. Uh, so I hope to be drawing next week. We'll see. I'm supposed to get this cast off next week. We'll see. Anyway, I want uh, do to you find me Rob Smith Jr. on Twitter, Gab, uh, USA. Uh, there's, there's, I'm on 11 different of those platforms. I am also on uh, the Trump one too. Uh, and all of them are, I think they're all Rob Smith Jr. I, all the, I'm not sure about the Trump one. It may not be Rob Smith Jr. on that one. I have, I've, I've posted, I think, two or three on there, and I've, I, I kind of forget about that one. I know I have that. Uh, it, unfortunately, that's a f- phone one, so I don't tend to use that much. I, it's hard to do that. They don't have a way to really do that via the computer, which is how I usually post everything, including this. Well, I'm using my phone to record this, but otherwise I use, a, I use uh, the uh, uh, computer for posting everything else, Gab and me, we, and so on. I'm also on out what uh, locals and so on. And I, if I, I don't haven't had very, I've had very little interaction. Period on any of these, which I, I don't know how they all survive. Parlor and so on. So I, I haven't. I've, it, it hasn't encouraged me to do more. 
But I, I will, as soon as I get my hand back here, I'll be back posting again. I would like to get some political cartoons out if I could. But uh, you can also find me on Facebook, Rob Smith Jr. I have, I have three pages on Facebook. So if you do Rob Smith Jr., and there are other Rob Smith Juniors out there, but you'll, it's always with a cat. Uh, with a fedora holding a flag is my political one, which is Rob Smith Jr. Political Cartoons and Commentary. Uh, and I, I'm also, uh, what else do I have? I've got just a bunch of things. There's a bunch of them. <laughs> it's not just one. Anyway, but feel free to communicate with me anytime. And I lo- love to hear your ideas and views. And thanks to those who have gotten back to me and let me know what you, that you're, you're, what you, how you like it. Or I, I'm sorry, sometimes I've had trouble getting back to some of the folks who have commented, but thank you for doing that. I really appreciate it. And wow, this is one of the longest ones I've done again i really thought i was just going to do two or three minutes i'd be done gone uh but that ah, it happens uh thank you for listening thank you for being a part of this i really appreciate it and i will talk to you all next time now here i'm trying to do this one-handed got a little better here in the last it's been nearly friday i'll make a month so i'm getting better at it and i hope to be able to be a bit more nimble a week actually a week from today is when i'm supposed to get this cast off so hopefully i do september uh, september 7th all right thank you all so much i'll talk to you down the road rob smith jr calling bye bye turn the sound down what happened hold on here on there we go